You are listening to the Sermon Podcast from House for All Sinners and Saints. We are a congregation of the Evangelical Lutheran Church in America, located in Denver, Colorado. And you can find out more about us at houseforall.org. Grace, peace, and mercy are yours from the Triune God. Amen. I moved to downtown from 76 and Pecos in April. It was fun to feel like an adult and have my own place, not my own house projects. It took hard work and sacrifice to get here, but I lost something when I moved down here. While the apartment building was run down and had been turned over from horrible management company to another, we had something, something special. We had community and we had mutual aid. Mutual aid is one term among many used to describe collective coordination to meet survival needs, usually stemming from an awareness of that, usually stemming from an awareness that the systems we have in place are not going to meet them. Those systems, in fact, have often created the crisis or are making things worse. We see examples of mutual aid in every single social movement, whether it's from people raising money for workers on strike, setting up carpooling system during the Montgomery bus boycotts, putting drinking water in the desert for migrants crossing the border, training each other in emergency medicine because ambulance response times in poor neighborhoods is too slow, even raising money to pay for abortions for those who can't afford them. These are mutual aid projects. They directly meet people's survival needs and are based on a shared understanding that the conditions in which we are made to live are unjust. We would look out for each other in our complex, in the midst of a management company and city that did not look out for us. We were open about our car troubles, the cost of groceries, and we were also open about what we have to offer, manual labor, knowledge, a friend we trust at the local repair shop, the nearest food we give out, where we could find chicken breast on sale. I had neighbors who would hold on to my packages so they would not be stolen, and I would try to do the same. There was always this little free box by the mailboxes where you could give and take depending on the time of the month or when you had a good or bad week. With all of our limited means in this building, we shared what we could, with no direct need to pay someone back. But rather, we trusted in this culture, this market-disrupting system of our own at 76 and Pecos, that we would give what we can give, that we would take care of each other. So when I moved to downtown, there was no more bad management company, packages were secure, no more broken doors or locks. But there was also no more mutual aid. It was unsaid, but it was communicated. You don't have to talk to the people in your building or in the elevator. If you need something, do it yourself and be accountable for you and for you only. When I read this parable, the workers grumbling seems all too familiar in my current neighborhood of downtown in the central business district. I worked so hard. I worked for nine hours and she only worked for two hours but got the same pay. I had to work hard for this and you are just looking for a handout. 
And Jesus says that the one who is paying inequitably, according to some, and equitably to others, is like the kingdom of heaven. All we have to do is turn on the news to hear of the rekindled movement for labor rights and dignity in this country. Workers who would like wages that actually provide for them and their families. And it has been interesting to hear that many of the negotiations, the unions are not just bargaining for better wages and benefits for their longest serving workers, but rather they are demanding protections and equitable compensation for those who are in their 25th year of service and those who are the first month on the job. And that has upset people in the union. I have been here forever. Why should they get nearly the same as me? Nearly the same. As a Christian and as a pastor, I have been wondering about how we are to live and work with one another in this small vineyard of a much larger vineyard. We know that systemic change is possible and that it takes a long time and that our institutions are not always good at serving those in the in-between. Do we just wait? Do we push for systemic change as fast as possible? Do we try to convince management and CEOs one at a time, appealing to the humanity and economic interests? Do we get many workers together to build up collective bargaining? Yes, we could do all these things, but I am afraid that it will leave us in more despair than hope more competition than cooperation, and more individuality than community. And that's where Jesus' parable has convicted me. Yes, I often wonder what our society should look like to be like the kingdom of heaven. And Christians have been aspiring for that since its wake, since its walk and talk with Jesus. There have been some successes, and there have been some failures. When I look through this parable, I read it with two lenses. The one lens is my downtown lens. Take care of yourself. I worked hard. Others should not, not just get the same as I have. And the other lens being the mutual aid system at 76 and Pecos that kept me alive, that kept me accountable to community, that kept me hopeful in the future, even if it was not a future of my own. The location makes somewhat of a difference but the community and culture make all the difference. What if workers in the vineyard, who may have worked two or three jobs that day as opposed to one, cultivated a culture and community of mutual aid, one of generosity and abundance? I could imagine the conversations being different. Yes, you provide for yourself and your family, and that definition of family expands and deepens. What if there was a culture of cooperation instead of competition? The vineyard owner has done her part in paying them all the same, including herself, something that only a handful of CEOs have dared to do today. But as we see from this parable, that is not enough. Depending on the reformed ethics and generosity of one boss or business leader is not enough. Am I not allowed to do what I choose with what belongs to me? When I hear that phrase, I, as a worker, can immediately ask that same question. Am I not allowed to do what I choose to do with what belongs to me? To stifle anyone or any system that tries to tell me what to do. It's mine. I worked for it. 
If I choose to be generous, I guess I can give, but only if it is of the dividends 30 years later. But I have a very simple question for the vineyard owner and myself. Does it really belong to me? Do we get a say in what to do with what is not ours? I want to make a radical statement and say that nothing belongs to you and me. If we are Christians, then whatever we have comes from God. Yes, it took us a work at a job to make some money, but who gave us these hands? Who gave us this knowledge? Who gives us family and all the thing that it takes? My labor only being one small piece of the pie, which is not even my own labor, because that labor is not even possible without God. Life God has gifted us. What belongs to God is everything. Whether I throw a fit or kick and scream, all that is in my bank account, my pension, the $50 left on my flexible spending account for healthcare expenses, all of it belongs to God. And so if it all belongs to God, then who am I to dictate how it is to be used? What would it be like to sit down at the end of the month and discern with God where is God's money being used to set people free, to offer grace, to demonstrate radical love? And what does it look like for us in a community of faith and secular alike to trust that this abundance is of us and more importantly, of God? How are we to steward it and attend to it? If we have a culture of scarcity, I think we know what decisions we could make. And if we had a culture of mutual aid, I can only begin to dream about what God can do and make happen through our measly hands for the sake of this community outside of ourselves. All that I have is not mine. It is God's. But I would likely fall into one trap. I could fall into this reminiscing on the past community of mutual aid at 76 in Pecos. And I could simply allow the current culture and community of downtown to continue to form and mold me into a rigid self-improvement project, self-reliance and individual capital accumulation. But I also discovered that while a culture of mutual aid and generosity might not yet exist, we could build one. The simple thing as holding the door open when someone is trying to bring in that huge box from Costco. I like to vacuum out the dryers because I know that the lint likes to accumulate and not enough people change their lint filters, so it's bound to be a large cost. When I did it the other day, the neighbor came by. I'm the youngest owner now. It's good to know that someone in this building cares about this place. And with all of my guilt of being a young person and now owning something, I like to spend my paycheck every week to buy a loaf of bread and a jar of peanut butter. Because while I am housed, others are unhoused. And the least I could do is make sure that they have a peanut butter sandwich. Not peanut butter and jelly, people get mad about that. <laughs> Another simple question that I have been asked is, how is your time out of town? These seemingly questions that get me out of my tunnel vision. I feel like it's all going to hell in a handbasket, and yet I'm interrupted by God's mutual aid starting to form around us.
There's a TV show called New Amsterdam. Who's heard of it? Cool, yes. There is this new chief medical officer who comes in and allows the doctors to do what they want to do. Also, what they need to do. He started a mutual aid program for one day pilot program. The doctors write a prescription for something that is essential for their health, and then they go down to the lobby, present their prescription, and the ATM spits out $50. Except the things essential for their health are not what we would expect. The woman with severe asthma asks to use her money for a bus pass, because when she uses the bus pass, her severe asthma doesn't act up, and she doesn't go to the emergency room, causing more costs on the system. The psychiatrist writes a prescription for someone to go to the Laugh Factory, a comedy show, knowing that the one little thing in her week that can make her depression seem a little more manageable is that. Of course, with a board and only one medical director, they say one day and it is done. So the medical director is left feeling like everything has gone wrong. It might have helped some, but imagine the cost that could be avoided for caring for people in their moment with a measly $50 each. She sees an older, this woman sees the older lady who needs a bus ticket. And then she says, here is the money. This Jesus who keeps on messing with our minds, if the system is not working, Try a different way? We can choose to be different. So they instead changed their website with the question, how can I help? And individual people post the dollar amount that they need, $40 for a hearing aid, $20 to pick up the prescription, $20 for a ride to the specialist. And they start a culture of mutual aid outside of the market strategy, outside of the systems that can't really care for us. So to adapt the vineyard owner's statement, are we not allowed to do what God in us choose with what, what belongs to God? Good news for one, good news for all. Mutual aid is something faith communities have to offer this beautiful and broken world, and even our small, seemingly insignificant communities, and even in our own communities, this community, for all belongs to Christ, that we might be bold with God's abundance, just as God is bold with their abundance of grace, love, and mercy for us. For it all belongs to God, and for the kingdom of heaven is like this. Amen. You've been listening to the sermon podcast from House for All Sinners and Saints. If you would like to support the ongoing ministry of our church, please visit our website at houseforall.org/giving.